To help your team move ahead, the best thing you can do a lot of times is to simply cancel a lot of meetings. Hi, this is Maurice, and welcome to Winning in the Workplace. Hello, everyone. This is Nathan, producer of Winning in the Workplace, where we believe that improving the professional and communication skills of executives, managers, and frontliners helps everyone win in the workplace. So, Maurice, it's good to have you back. Hey, thank we you very much, you Nathan. Week. Thank you. Leah, how are you? Good. How are you, Nathan? Good. Hey, Maurice. So, what was that that you, in the beginning, said that um, it can be productive to... Cancel it's just to cancel. It's just to cancel a lot of a lot of meetings. All right. Uh, the, and and I think that for a lot of the people that have worked with me, a lot of my client, a lot of our clients, they're probably wondering, wait a minute, that is not what Team Real World says. What about the meetings? Yeah, That's right. That's what we always team, start with. As a matter of fact, we, I just had a recent client say after after he read our book and we're trying to implement it in his, in his company, he said, okay, so I understand your program to be very meeting centric. You know, oh, and, I can vouch that and, it is, and and yeah, everything we are. It, well, one of I, the first things we tell people is you need to have your rhythm meetings. Yeah, I mean set. that that is that is exactly what good communication is is around is is the fact that everyone's chasing each other for information. We're emailing each other, we're texting for, and 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 by no means do we say those things are not important. It's just that we have an overabundance of what we call informal communication. Right. Yeah. It's constantly informal. It's pop and mom, uh, 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 mom and pop, mom and pop shop. Okay. Yeah. And and by that I don't mean that in any negative way. I mean most of America is built around the the, the productivity of mom and pop shops. You know. Well, and that's fast decisions. You yeah. can get your answer real quick. Uh, and to a large degree, I think that Team Real World is still very much in a mom and pop shop. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we're 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 growing out of it as well, just as going through the same things in our book that we try to practice. Um, but. Uh, so yeah, I'm not changing all of a sudden our tune and saying that that we shouldn't do meetings. Okay, um, so I think a lot of people would be happy to hear that. Okay, there is a place where you should cancel meetings, and yes, canceling meetings is one of the healthiest things you can do if the meetings aren't going anywhere. So to get to good meetings, you have to start dealing with how do you get rid of bad meetings. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. So. I am very interested also to so how how do you determine what is a bad meeting? Okay, yeah. And when do you call that? Is that like in the middle of the meeting or do you sit down no. and say let's look at all our meetings? And yeah, it's more it's more the latter. Okay. You, you I, there's only one scenario that I really believe that you should just stop a meeting and cancel it and that is when it is so blatantly disorganized okay where you say okay sky stopped should we really even be meeting do we need to regroup do we just stop okay um and i was at a meeting the first time i saw somebody do that i was shocked and i'll tell you what it looked like uh somebody called the meeting it was a marketing department they called the meeting we had about five or six different managers from different different uh, departments and we you know, let's say it was at two o'clock and by two or five, you know, I mean, we're doing our real typical Southern. Hey, how you doing? How's your mama? Get How's your weekend? You know, everything, right. you know, just being real nice to each other. That's fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. At around two, seven to eight, uh, one of one of the uh, one of the VPs was was already in, in the room 
And he uh, he said, all right, well, let's get let's get let's let's get to the meeting. So, first of all, he had to kind of rally us in. Yeah. And that in itself, you could tell that was going to start going bad. Mm-hmm. OK. And he said, all right, guys, so uh, let's run ourselves. What 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 is this meeting about? You know, and he looked over the marketing manager. And said, all right, so what, what's the meeting about? And you could tell she had a vague idea of what it was about. Yeah. You know, she didn't really give good, clear direction. And he that's when he stopped it. And he said, OK, hold on. Let me look around the room. Let me just do a real quick calculation. This meeting is going to take about an hour. Let's see. I'm figuring up what everybody's salary gets paid. Okay, it's going to cost. You know what? This meeting needs to be canceled. Wow. That's okay. It sounds like it probably was pretty dramatic to go. And through. I, my jaw dropped. I was like, "This guy is actually going to do this." And he looked over at the facilitator. And he says, "Look, I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying." I'm not trying to put my, my neck on your throat. You know, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not right. trying to step on you, okay? But this is not the way you hold meetings. All right, so, and he was absolutely correct. As, as he disbanded the group, he told us, he says, I do not want you guys to try to recover this meeting today. Mm-hmm. You guys need to give this a couple of days, regroup, and have a good meeting. And, of course, the gal was saying, yeah, but we need to talk about some important things. And he told us, well, then you should have prepared it. But I cannot allow you to have this brain trust of people, okay, and be in a room for 45 minutes, and there's no clarity as to where we're headed. Right, because I'm sure he saw the train wreck that was ready exactly. to happen. Exactly. And, he, and, that's and right. caused a lot more frustration than she was probably already feeling as well. Yes, mm-hmm. and she was just being very loose about what it was, just wasn't even organized enough. So in that scenario... That's that's a reasonable reason for cancel. Of course, yeah. other scenarios are if if it goes bad, if there's too much tension. Yeah, the best thing to do is you guys. Okay, look, let's just take a breather. Let's come back in two hours. Or let's reconvene tomorrow. Or yeah, that's that's another reason to do it. Correct. But but yeah. the, but the corporate approach is what you mentioned earlier. It's assessing who is meeting and why are we meeting, and what meetings should be stopped. Okay, and the the way I saw it done for the first time was a COO that came into our company and the first three months he did a fantastic job of getting to know us, the managers, getting to know the executives and he attended almost every single meeting in the building, you know, at the manager cross departmental for about That's three very months. Good. Just for to three keep months. check on everything. To, well, to get to know everybody. All right. Then he gathered us together and he told us what it was about because he called the meeting about being efficient. And so he, he showed us a slide. He said, all right, and he actually, I was one of the ones he started with. And it was like this, Maurice, I know that you have these meetings. And he, li- and he had them on a slideshow. Mm. Right. You have these meetings, and uh, this is how many people you invite to your meetings. And the average cost of your meetings, and he put a dollar amount based on the number of people that mm. attended and the, the, the average salaries. Yeah. Okay. So, for example, Maurice, your Tuesday meetings with your district managers cost the company about $1,800 a week. Okay. Oh. All right. Here's what the last six weeks of your meetings have been. You said you were going to cover this. And this, and this, and this, and these, and things. So where are we with those projects? And man, I just froze. I was like, well, I hope he's going to do this to everybody else. And he did. For the next hour, he held everybody accountable. And he said, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to cancel most of y'all's meetings. Y'all are not using meetings to push things forward. Y'all are having great conversations, but you don't know how to have good meetings that, dro- that move the chains that have an impact on this thing. 
and we're like, but when do we meet? And he, and he basically taught us the importance of having effective meetings. And the number one thing he emphasizes what we teach now, it's the rhythm of meetings. Now he knew that we had a rhythm of meetings to some degree, but it just, they weren't solid enough. The meetings were too goosey, too loosey goosey. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so he helped us clean that up. And then he started attending meetings and he showed us how to have good meetings, holding everybody accountable, pushing projects correctly, having good, tough conversations and making sure those meetings counted. And he only allowed us to add new meetings to our schedule when we could go show him why. That's pretty powerful stuff. Okay. So how many meetings would you say you were at a week and what did he bring you down I, to? I, I, I was I was probably attending 11, 12 meetings a week. A week. No, I was I was a manager. I was yeah. a manager of a very large department. Okay. Okay. And he he basically brought me down to about six. Wow. Yeah. So I was also going to ask because I know I you you do this more here at the company when you go to a new client or do you usually see these are bad meetings? Yes. Yeah, matter of fact, that's where I usually start. Right now, I have you guys know we have two new clients. Right. And I don't I I don't. I don't go change their meetings. I go sit in their meetings. Yeah. And then I start helping them alter that meeting, improve the meeting, get some folks out of that meeting and help them determine what meetings should happen and then help them set up a tailored routine of their of their different rhythms. And you, you do you usually find that it is the people having conversations that is keeping people from having good meetings? Is that do you see that a lot the how was your weekend? It was good, and that no, kind of, and then no, that goes no, into no, the task. No, it really isn't. Uh, usually, bad meetings is this is so. Uh, all right, so let's go around the room and everybody update each other on what you're doing this week, and everybody goes around the room, and everybody else is kind of barely listening. So, Maurice, in the last segment, we were talking about uh, about meetings, and usually, what it what is happening in meetings that are not very effective, right, and how. At the beginning, people are usually talking, having conversations, but the meetings are probably not being as direct as they need to be. Can right. you talk a little bit more about what's going on yeah, there? Yeah, the, the, probably the most common thing that you find in, in meetings today that we discourage is, uh, let's say it's an, it's an hour conversation, you have seven managers in it, and the bulk of it is, is this. Uh, all right, let's go around the room and everybody update each other on the top three things that you're doing. Okay, hmm. and it becomes a conversation in which the person is given a three, four, five minute update. Yeah, when the other five or six are very disconnected hmm. from from what's you know they're kind of half listening, half not listening, and most of the time, what you realize is that whoever got called first got the short end of the stick because the other ones get to prepare what they're about to say, but they're huh. not listening to what the other person's saying unless somebody goes, okay, wait, 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 Harry, what, what, what was that? Yeah, we're going to have poetry now on October the 24th. What, what, what is that? And then the manager, the, the, the general manager right. kind of, wait, what's that about? And then the salesperson goes, uh, what? And you can tell they, they're not listening to each other. So what are these, uh, when you go to companies, because you've seen much more of these, what, what am I seeing? What is it looking like when someone gets up and they are talking about their three things. Are they showing things? Do you usually find that they've passed things out, or is it usually just someone stands up and uh, they start? Unfortunately, no, there is no standing up. Uh, well, okay. I guess, yeah, that's but, more but, like kindergarten. But most of what happens is kind of like my 10th grade geometry teacher. Yeah. Okay? She just, it took her a long time to figure out we all did our homework on the bus on the way to school that day. <laughs> right. Yeah. So everybody 
very quickly remembered, oh, we have a meeting at 10 o'clock today, and at seven minutes before, everybody just jotted down real quickly the four things they're going to say, okay? And you can just tell it's been it's been half caked in their brain and half half not even well it's not thought of it's the not, materials it's not, not important even relevant probably well, no, it, w- see it's worse than that i think it's actually very important material presented in a very shoddy manner mm. do you see the difference they're just communicated very poorly yes and that is the issue mm. okay i c- i could have a real issue that we need to talk about but i'm presenting it in such a shoddy manner and it's 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 in an environment that's kind of shoddy, loosey goosey, where no, no one's, one's really, really paying attention. So uh, we just kind of drone our way through the fact. Okay, your turn. What you got? Okay, good. Four minutes. Okay, good. What you got? You know, and and, and then we actually even allow some of the managers to do this. Okay, uh, uh, George, what you got? No, I don't have anything for this week. Oh, okay, great. And then move on. It's like, wait, no. As if you've been coming to work getting paid an entire week, then don't exactly. have anything to update so, anyone with. So it's like, wait a minute. You don't have enough business happening in your department where you could actually take 10 minutes of solid attention of everybody's focus and listen to what you have going because of the major issues you need discussions about and that you have got to make some decisions as a team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Because we're all rushed to want to get out of there. Well, and do you do you find that in those meetings, you'll have one or two people that really need the information? They're wanting the information. Oh, and when absolutely. they get the, See, that's the that's half-baked, they that's get very the horrible more frustrated. Thing about it. The information that they have in their brains is the information that everybody else needs. But when they come to the meetings, everyone we've been so poorly trained on how to present ideas how to present problems, how to present um, uh, issues. Um, or how to, I mean, like walk, how to walk people through, this is this is what my department needs, this is why my department needs it, and this is why I need this information right. you, from you. Okay, we were at a meeting not too long I ago. I will say okay, I was we, the culprit <laughs> of that meeting a few minutes ago we, where we, this was the problem. We, we, we were at a meeting not too long ago where we sat and we had a colleague who said, I mean, she is working her tail off yes. on she, promoting she's very a, a major element of our business. Okay, correct. but the way it was presented was so. Oh yeah, I'm kind of doing that, and she even glossed it over. Yeah, and it's like, no, you're doing a major project for the company. That's what it I found. It is your False. moment to shine. Get up and thunder loud and proud. Tell us what you're doing. Show us. Hand out sheets of paper that show us. Wow. Show us the website. Show us the promotional material you put out. Tell us. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Leave us impressed with the fact that you have moved the chains to a certain degree and make us want to say, whoa, this is good. So what you're saying is, okay, so how can we help you? So how do you need us to, and you create a level of of engagement to show your strength, to show your muscle, but we're so afraid of what we're, what we're going to be told in meetings because the meetings haven't been set up for that. Well, and it's Everyone's to present and show just, off. What it you've is done. to show yeah. off, but, it, but, but because we we've built an environment of meetings to we're just kind of droning our way into yeah. them, barely saying anything of any importance because we really want to get out and do our work. We're missing the number one place where we could shine, where we could promote ourselves, promote the projects we're working on, promote the issues that we need to that we need to discuss, bring proposals to the table that make people want to go. Oh, man, we're going to be here two hours. Yes. (laughs) I need some decisions. Are we going to have the website up by Halloween? 
or are we going to have to promote that new band or you know whatever the yeah. whatever the issue is? Okay, because I don't have clarity on this, but things are falling on my plate upon of this top project that I need some discussions on. Yeah, I've I've felt recently that the enthusiasm and the courage and the confidence, not courage, the confidence. It is courage. I appreciate you saying well, that. Yeah, it is courage. Courage, courage well. confidence, and right? And having the confidence to show off can make is powerful enough in a meeting that it could even get people behind a bad idea. Like if you have a bad idea and you're you're very enthusiastic and confident, then I mean you'll convince everyone. It's like, well, we'd really. Well, he I, clearly needs help on this. I forgot whether I was having a conversation with you or with or with your sister, with, with with Becca, about a bad Geico commercial. I mean, it's horrible. Okay, and we joked about the fact that somebody actually pitched that at a meeting, and a lot of got a lot of people to agree. Yeah, I want to meet that person, and I'm sure I want to those... meet that person that comes up with bad ideas, can pitch it, get everybody to agree, and still have a bad product, and that it actually got done. Somebody's got talent. Well, here, yeah. this is where I mean, I'm sure maybe most of the people listening have seen Mad Men. If you have that type of charisma and you can talk that way, come to a meeting with that level of confidence, right? Then I would think you'd be able to inspire other people in the meeting to bring a little bit more, right? So therefore, watch. Okay, tie this into to what you guys probably see in almost every single meeting, right? All right, you go. You may have an agenda or not. First of all, you know that you, you got to have an agenda, okay? have an agenda. Right. but you get to the part of the agenda where it says new proposals and new business or proposals. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh -huh. So we got twenty minutes left in the meeting, and we get to new business or proposals. All right. So anybody? Does anybody have anything else? Anything else? Anything else? And everybody's like, ah, oh, good. We're gonna finish earlier. Everybody's looking at their watch. No. Anything else? No. Nothing else. Nothing else. And boom, we get out of it. We leave 20 minutes on the table and then watch over the next two days the number of emails that get shot across the departments of issues and proposals and ideas that everyone's trying to pitch to each other and push on, but they didn't do it at the meeting. I know I've been in situations, a lot of situations where I know there is a place for new business and I know that going into the meeting, there's got to be like four or five things that could be brought up, but I am stuck 15 minutes before the meeting right. and I cannot seem to get them. So would it be good to have, I would think you should be referring to your agenda throughout the week so that you're building into it so that you can, because I would think you'd be able to right. cover in more of this morning. Yes, gray this morning I sent the draft agenda to most of my clients. Okay, today's Friday. We record on Fridays yeah. and I know what's happening next week. Monday's coming around. Okay. So they have the and, weekend to fill in what they and need to so fill in. And so I sent right. them the agendas based on the notes that went out from this past week. And I said, guys, here's the agenda for next week's meetings. Add your stuff, edit, remove, email me if you need anything. Okay. All right. And it's shocking how many times we walk into meetings, they haven't looked at the agenda. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I'm trying to get it them really to get accustomed to. It doesn't take that long. It, but, it, it does not. It, it does, but it does require you some discipline. Yeah. So what I'm trying to do is help clients be more aware of, of, Read the agenda, act to the agenda, put items to the agenda, and make the meeting substantial and bring the hard stuff to the meeting. So if just real quick here for this segment, difference between a agenda you spend almost no time on compared to one that you have really thought through and fleshed out, how much does that alone improve a meeting, would you oh, say? Oh, it's everything. It's, it's everything, Nathan. As a matter of fact, I know we're running out of time on our segment. Uh, perhaps in our next segment, we can actually talk a little bit about what the agenda has. Yes. Yeah. yeah? Good All right, idea. good. Yeah. yeah. I would say their notes and agendas are common, I would say. I've, I haven't really been to many meetings where they do not have notes and agendas, although I, I also have not been to many meetings where there are well-thought-out notes and agendas. Well, actually, agendas. I don't usually get notes. I don't like, uh, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, right. yeah. I, I would say most, most companies, uh, 
in most meetings, th- there is some type of agenda. It's yeah. just that it's very loose. It's mm-hmm. very weak. It's that's very what loose. I find. It's three bullets, and and that's it. Yeah, you know. Um, and then as far as notes, that's where it really breaks down a lot. If for every, let's say, for every one hundred meetings that you that that you go to, probably ninety ninety five percent have some type of loose agenda. Yeah. Okay, but of those one hundred meetings, probably ten have have any resemblance of notes. Now. Everyone takes their own notes, but there's not notes and agenda. And that is the, that's where the breakdown happens. And then you'll usually see everyone fold up the papers that they took notes on and throw them away whenever they're going out the door from the meeting. They could, but what happens is, 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 is that, well, what drives that behavior is not realizing that there's different personalities that showed up at the meeting as, as always. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say the statistics show that, you know, 40 to 60% of the time, we're just not listening to each other. Mm. While right. one, what, while the dominants are talking, the introverts are not listening. While the data-driven people are talking, the enthusiastic, gregarious people aren't listening. When the gregarious are talking, the data people aren't listening. And so as the topics change, we tune in and tune out. And we as human beings have a fantastic way of doing that. I was at a meeting with a new client uh, three days ago. And... Um, one of the sales reps who handles um, a, a, a very gala, a very big uh, like conference room. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she books a lot of events. Um, she gave what I thought was a good seven, eight minutes. She actually did really good. When it came to her, she actually did a good job. Okay. And so we moved on to the next person. Right. And as soon as we called on the next person, um, one of the VP said, wait, wait, hold on. We can't skip. Let's say her name was Tony. Okay. We, we can't skip Tony. And we all kind of looked at him and, no, we just did Tony. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay. And Tony looked at him and said, I talked for seven minutes. Oh, man. And Sink he, into your chair. And he held his ground. He said, no, you didn't. Oh, oh no. dear. And then, of course, all the other managers were like, no, no, she just did. She talked about this and she talked about this and she talked about this. And by this now, the other manager kind of, you know, realized and he said, well, I cannot believe I fell asleep that long. And therein lies the reality. Mm. That's the reality of business, of meetings. It, we just tune out, and especially because in our day and age we have such short attention span that we all, we have short attention span and we all have been trained to want to get out of meetings. And that's yeah. what I was going to say. Most that people, when that what, happens, they that just don't want to go. People don't want to go to meetings, and I don't blame them. For most of the time, I, would, I don't want to be meeting. That's why you got to cancel a lot of these things and make them worthwhile. Yeah. Okay. The art of management is making those meetings so incredibly engaging that everybody looks forward to want to go meet. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the challenge here. Okay. Um, and so because people disconnect, you can't rely on everybody taking their own notes yeah. because everyone's going to take notes only with what they heard. But right. If you assign a note taker who's consistently and has learned how to do good notes and set up great agendas, that person is incredibly powerful in a company. Incredibly powerful. All right, it's a great skill to have. Oh my if goodness! Yeah. If you want to put on your resume that you have been a note taker, and most that oh, I, 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 t- I really like that. I tell I young that. people, you want to you want to move really fast up in companies. Go into meetings, learn to be the note taker, the agenda, the agenda taker. Set up the agenda. You'll be everyone's favorite. You'll be. That's you'll right. be. Why? Why? Well, because they know that. If I, everyone in the company will know if I forgot something, if I need to be reminded what it is that I'm supposed to be doing exactly on this project, right. I'll go and talk to That's Kathy. That's right. She and knows exactly what I need to Every time that I go into a meeting, you're absolutely correct, Nathan. Every time I go into a meeting, I can tell there's not a note taker, I volunteer. Guys, uh-huh. I'll take notes. 
Okay, so let's talk for a minute for the few minutes right, remaining. Yes. What should be in notes and agendas? Is that yes. okay? Yeah. Right, let's start with notes. Three things. Three things. That's it. And and they should be covered no more than one page. Three items. The items that were assigned, and to who it was assigned to. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. And if you can't say it in one line, you're saying it too much. One line. Task okay. and who does it? Task and who does it? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. right. Number two is the items decided. So one to two sentences about what was decided. It's okay for those to have two or three lines because a decision could be a bigger one. I have decided. Right. right? And then the last one is items discussed. So if something was discussed that was not assigned to anybody and items and then items was discussed that didn't have a decision, well, you put it at the bottom so as to document that you talked about it. Now, be careful. That tends to fall through the cracks later. Right, that's, that's so the So you've got to make sure nothing ends up in items discussed that really should have been decided and should or have assigned been or to assigned. Someone. So right. that's why a basic rule in good meetings is never move to the next topic without asking, whoa, okay, hold on, before we move on, is there anything that needs to be assigned to somebody? Okay, have we made a decision? What was the decision? So stop the meeting before it goes to the next and clarify what the decision or the assignment is, and the note taker puts it in one of those three categories. Okay. The meeting is over within the three to four business out with three to four business hours. Okay. Yeah. Everyone should get a copy of those notes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And that way, if I open up that document and I look over at the items assigned, that's the task that were assigned to me. Oh, there you go. It's powerful. Now, so the question yeah. you asked earlier, what do you do throughout the week? That's, that's what you do. You make sure that every meeting you went to, you're opening the notes. You go to the top section, which says items assigned. You look for your name and you make sure you do your task for the next meeting. Your professionalism and your reliability in the company skyrockets. Why? Because you're one of the few that does what they said they were going to do. That's the power of notes. It makes meetings real. And at that point, wouldn't you just translate the notes into the agenda whenever it comes to Well, let's go week? there. Appreciate right. you. Okay. I can tell you how many knows how to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, you <laughs> ought to be doing bad. this radio yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Your, your agenda should start with what? Yeah. Yeah. Items, items assigned. assigned. Way up there. I can understand perhaps, you know, at the very top, let's put some important announcements right. and do some shout outs and woohoo. Get kind of say, hey, but real quick. Okay. But really immediately after that is what? The items assigned. Items assigned. Oftentimes, that's called old business. That's fine. No problem. Okay? But capture, put the items assigned from last last meeting into this meeting because if people are not doing what they said they were going to do from last meeting, then that meeting that you're sitting in now is going to become a much more difficult meeting. Well, and I guess and at that, I mean, a very we would say it's going to be meeting. very ineffective. At that point, the only problem is people not doing their stuff then in the meeting. Exactly. It's not so the meeting I, itself. That's right. So right. I'm often asked, well, how do you hold somebody accountable? Well, the first time you say, well, what happened? Why were you? Well, I just was okay. Now, remember, the purpose of these meetings is for us to increase accountability, professional, and follow through. You can't do that. Okay. So you got one more week or in the case that you don't have another week because I really needed it Friday. Right. So let's say today's Thursday. I needed that done today because it was due tomorrow. So I'm sorry after this meeting, you got to go do it. That's your most important thing. But that's how you hold people accountable. Yeah. If the, if the person keeps meeting, missing deadline, then the leader of the meeting needs to go have a conversation with those individuals well, in off ways, meeting and say, hey. Having meetings like that, I would think is effective because then you find the people that aren't, the employees that aren't very committed to the company's right. goals. And let me just say this as the introvert sitting in the room. <laughs> this is a very, it's a difficult part because you are holding people accountable and being the manager, you're holding people accountable but this is the time to do it. I mean, you this, need your work done. This is what makes companies grow. 
is the right. accountability of what you said you're going to do from meeting to meeting. And being an introvert, it's much easier to say you're just reading a line item. Hey, Johnny, is it done? And if it's not, then that silence of right. when am I going to get it but done? You, I need you it remember, done. Nathan, you and I were in a meeting earlier and I'm saying, going, now, why is this on the agenda? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, because it was a sign last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, there it is. Yep. I should read the agenda. Sorry. <laughs> well, and the only, it just keeps you honest. Well, no, right. and it was, I mean, the meeting that I was in charge of would have gone by a lot faster if I had just made the agenda clear that the things we're talking about right now are the things that we talked that about That we talked last about week. it last week. That's right. just yeah. that. I mean, and yeah, and that's the communication part yeah, of the so agenda. So on your agenda, you have items assigned from last week. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Then top projects. What are the six, seven top projects that in this meeting we are chasing and that we need to see to completion? And I would think that would help everyone. That would help keep enthusiasm because everyone can then realize like the things I need to do. These are the goals. Right. That we're right. working. These and are my important. Things and then that the I other need. one at the end is is new business proposals. Yeah. Okay. So everybody before the meeting just jam pack that bottom part with what you need to bring to the table. Okay. So agenda should be items assigned from last week. Yeah. Top projects, new business. You should not have a bad meeting That's if right. you chalk if you fill that up with substantial stuff and someone's taking notes on what happened. We do not have Maurice though. Funnily enough, he had to run off to a meeting. To a meeting. That's that right. That he is uh, helping out with. And so we are going to land the plane from here. Yes. We talked about, well, he talked about, about six items that you're going to need on your agenda. Like it was items assigned, items decided, items discussed, and then you had other things. On, what were some yes. of the other so things that we had on Yes, so on that? your notes, on your notes, you're going to have right. your items assigned, your items decided, items discussed. That's your notes. On your agenda, you have, if you want to start off with announcements, some fun stuff. You start off with that, then quickly move to items assigned, and then you move into top projects. That's kind of where we ended our last segment talking about top projects and new business. Uh, so when you're using your agenda, running through it, I know one thing we were talking about in the break there is how do you stay on task? You know, you, you can have your agenda. That's one thing, but you have to make sure that you stay on task in the agenda so that you can cover all the items assigned, your top projects, and your new business. If you're running a meeting well, I would think that you could probably fill it with an hour. You could have an hour-long meeting pretty easily if you're keeping up with all the items. And so I also guess that means that it could be very easy to let people either get distracted and then you end up getting to the end of the meeting and we didn't cover everything we're right. supposed to be covering. So a couple of tips that we always tell people when they're doing an agenda is one, don't repeat, don't have anything repeated. So for example, if your top, one of your top projects is make sure that all inventory has been ordered and it's assigned to Susie. Don't have in top projects, again, talking about Susie and inventory. You know, make sure okay. that when you prepare your agenda, you need to take some time. Make sure that it's succinct. Make sure you're not repeating a lot. Make sure that it's it's going to flow easily and quickly. You can knock out as many burns birds with as, many, as few stones as possible. That's right. That's what you want to do. And that's what keeps people engaged in the meetings when you do that. So... Another way is you want to make sure that you're staying on task. So you need to have someone in the meeting that is the one that's, I would say, leading the meeting, moving you from, from task to task, moving you to the top projects so you can get some discussions at the top projects. And that's where I want to spend a little bit of time is on top projects and new business. That's where you can kind of lose the meeting, you okay. could say. 
because we talked a little bit in in the in the last segment about the extroverts and introverts you have to kind of watch that and be careful make sure your extroverts aren't just taking talking. their issue like they might want to update on something and they decide to take six seven minutes to update you on everything and right. the entire if, project if your top project is first and it's an extrovert and he, you know that person's having to having to give some ideas of what they're thinking about their top project and wanting feedback right there if you're facilitating it you need to make sure that one you have to hear this person out it yeah. is his top project but you've got to also be aware of your time. Don't let it go too far. You're going to lose people in the room because it's going on and on. You don't want that to happen. You're, then you have the other side of your introverts. They may not give a lot of information. You need to keep the extroverts quiet so the introverts can talk. Hmm. They can update. They can explain what they're wanting to see. Another big issue that happens when you're doing your top projects, your items assigned in new business is... Uh, we've talked a little bit in the past on if you have an idea, if an idea has been created, you need to make sure you listen to that idea. Don't just kill ideas. So watch out for the personalities that tend to kill the ideas quickly. And you have to call it. Uh, Like I was saying, I'm the introvert here that's usually on the radio show. And make sure that ideas are heard out and and speak up for yourselves. Like, hey, I just put an idea out there and you kind of killed it. So it's making sure all of this works together, that you have a well laid out agenda, but that you're also facilitating the meeting well and staying on task, staying on time, and that the ideas are being listened to and not and not killed. That's why you're there. You're there to move the business ahead. You're there to move top projects ahead and and move your company ahead. Okay, well, how, how what are some things, if you, you're going from item to item, how do you know... How do you bring a conversation in a meeting from one uh, topic or one project to the next? So, for example, if you have a top project that you're talking about and there's updates, when I'm facilitating a meeting, I always ask, okay, from here, what items do we need to assign? So you're going to need to take that, that top project, put items assigned on there of whatever has come out of there, whatever task it is, or just say, okay, if there's no task, then we're going to leave this on here and we will get another update next week on where it is. Rarely should you have a top project on your top project list and you don't have task on that top project because you're not working it then. Idea, probably not a top project then. Right. So you, you need that. That's a good point. You need to see if, if that's not a top project, maybe it was just a task and that task has been completed, but that's the time to have that conversation. Get clarity. That's another point we, we definitely want to make when you're in the meetings. If you don't feel you have clarity, you need to stop and ask questions. This is the place to do it. This is the place where you want to get extreme clarity on what your top projects are, what your tasks are, and what's going to be required of you next week when you come back to this meeting and make sure you have your task completed. So if you're an introvert or even an extrovert, if you're just nervous about knowing that you do not have clarity on a project you are working on and you feel like you speaking up is going to hinder the meeting, like, I feel like I don't have clarity on three things I'm supposed to be doing. But if I talk about that now, it'll distract from the topic. People are going to be upset with me. I'm going to kind of slow everything down. People won't like this meeting as much. And I'll just talk to my point person after the meeting about it. 
what should I mean? I would think that person should know that the meeting is the time that they need to speak up, and that this is, like you said, this is the place for that. Right, and that's what we always tell clients when we're in meeting with them: is this is your safe place. That's what we're here for. We're here to hash these out. I'm not saying that there's not frustration in meetings. There are. I mean, we've had meetings, you know, here that it's because it's getting really frustrating because one person saying something and another, I'm not understanding here what you're asking for. That's the place to have it because if you go back, like Maurice was saying, if you go out of that meeting and go in the hallways, then the emails are going to start or a project is not going to get, it's going to drop. And then that is very detrimental. You don't want your top projects to drop. That's, that would not be good at all. Uh, so yeah, you definitely want to ask for clarity there. If, if you feel like the facilitator, the person or someone else in the room is like, I'm tired of talking about this and they want to move on, you really need to stop it and say, I, I just feel like we do not have clarity on this topic. We, we need to talk about it a little bit more. That, so, that's definitely a thing that you definitely need to do. So kind of to bring everything home before we close out here to sum everything up, we're pretty much saying that agendas, notes and agendas are the thing that people should be taking away. These are things that people need to be having in their meetings in order to be running them effectively. And an, an agenda is not having typed something out in a Word document and printed out beforehand of things you feel like you need to discuss. It's supposed to be based on items from last meeting you need notes being taken so that you can be building your agenda, keeping people accountable. That's correct. Any- I, I usually, when I do my notes for my meeting, I go ahead and create my agenda because I know I'm going to go into that meeting again and I need to have it ready. And I'm already prepared this week for next week's meeting and can start putting new business on there if I need it. Whenever you're preparing an agenda, is there anything that you do that might be a little just unique thing you like to do with your agendas that maybe you wouldn't tell other people about? What's like, what's like a little quirk or something you like to do with you No, agendas. I think one of the big things that we do here that I get really excited about is we do our agendas as soon as that meeting is over we do the agenda for the next week and I go ahead and add new business and what's really ironic is you can have new business as soon as you finish that meeting like we didn't bring this up we're going to put under new business that makes sense you could probably even realize that there are new things you could be doing in the meeting and then just realize there's like, not this time is what we're going to need to talk about next week that's right it's very important great notes and agendas and if you have questions on how to do them we have a management leadership program that we do every Thursday the next one starts November 1st and we actually do mock meetings where we will pull out and we'll do top projects and we'll do agendas and notes and show you how to do it and help you do your agenda for your next upcoming meeting don't we have a few workshops there's one on the first is it true that there's also one november 8th november 15th and december 6th that is true it starts november 1st and it is a four-week program that you come to start november 1st and that one finishes december the 6th every thursday all right and how much is that per person and i'm pretty sure we get a discount yes so there is a discount running for november and december so if you're interested in getting the discount give us a call at 225-772-4357 or you can go to our website www.teamrealworld.com and we'll we'll help you with that we'll see you guys next week thank you very much this has been winning in the workplace